0: Pleased to welcome in the sports editor of the Waco Tribune, Harold, our good friend Bryce Cherry. Nice enough to join us on a Friday morning. Bryce, how are you today and uh, how are things in your world on the 31st day of July?
1: <laughs> you know, uh, uh, thanks. I'm doing well. It, it uh, You know, when they go to the Olympics and they do the archery, uh, they never... They never shoot at a moving target.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah,
1: I feel like that's what we're kind of doing right yeah, now. That's right. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's ever-changing. Every day is uh, is kind of fluid. Uh, I was in a an online meeting yesterday when uh, during the course of like one hour in that meeting, uh, you know, we had – Big Twelve Beanie Days get canceled. All right. and the SEC canceled its uh, its non conference schedule. So uh, a lot changes every day, but you know. Um, we're just
0: rolling with it Oh, that's uh, that's the best option I guess I don't know uh, what, what other option we might have right now but that was my thought having you on kind of get your thoughts on some of those things that have happened this week first the ACC made their you know schedule known and they're going to play a plus one schedule the SEC yesterday is going to play 10 games conference only so that'll knock out Baylor Ole Miss the scheduled season opener for the Bears and we're still waiting on the Big 12 um um, uh do you think do you think the big 12 is is now lagging behind a little bit obviously are in the announcement but uh you know what 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 do you think the general perception of our league is now that we're the only major conference that hadn't made a, a decision or at least made it public
1: yeah i mean i think that may be the national perception um i i don't necessarily disagree with the big 12s timetable in terms of um, waiting until, you know, you, I guess, stretching it as long as you can before you do make a decision. Um, now that said, obviously we are to a point here, uh, with August, you know, knocking on our door tomorrow, um, that schedules have to be made, plans have to be made. Um, and, you know, we, we need some sort of, firmer plan, and I think, uh, you know, the interviews I've heard with Bob Bowlesby, he has said as much that, you know, it's getting down to the nitty-gritty, basically. Um, They have that meeting on Monday coming up um, where, you know, I expect some decisions to be made, and, uh, you know, we'll have a little bit of a, a firmer idea of how things will all play out probably next week. Yeah, early I, next
0: week. Yeah, I think so too. Maybe even as early as Monday. So we'll see what we get there after the Board of Presidents meets. What's your if you look in your crystal ball? Did Mister Dave leave the clouded crystal ball there, or, or did he take that with him? <laughs> <it?
1: laughs> I, I wish he had left yeah. it there. That, that <laughs> might make my picks a little bit yeah. uh, <laughs> Right,
0: or at least uh, you know, focus uh, shift the focus to the clouded crystal ball. But as you look into it, uh, what do you what would be your best guess what do you think the big 12 will do schedule wise
1: i think there's a a good chance that um you know they do something similar to the sec um obviously you know those uh, those big 12 versus sec games are wash now anyway um but you know it'll be interesting to see i mean it I haven't, I've, I've sort of my shock meter, (laughs) you know, is, uh, is broken now. Nothing really surprises me anymore. Um, because we've, we've just had so much, you know, months and months of craziness. Um, so, I mean, I could see him playing, um, you know, uh, like you said, maybe a plus one or, um, you know, just a conference only schedule like the SEC did. So, um, you know, I think if you're the Big 12 coaches, you probably want a game uh, under your belt before you get into the conference schedule. You know, I mean that's why they're sort of built like that um, to to you know prepare yourself. And um, you know, obviously if you're a team like Baylor where it's breaking in a, a first year head coach um, who hasn't had the opportunity to really um install much in terms of, you know, physically on the field because of uh COVID and everything. I mean they weren't able to go through spring drills. So I mean, uh, you know, you're already behind the eight ball in terms of the the schedule and so um, you know, you uh, you know, I think Coach Arando probably would want every every possible game he could get.
0: Yeah, I agree. And, and to me, in, in my mind, the conundrum would be, um, you know, a conference-only schedule makes the most sense. You can spread out your games if you need to. Y- you've got, uh, you know, everybody on the same page, conference-only. But then that would only be nine games. So mm-hmm. then a- having a plus-one would get you to ten games. But who is that, and when do you schedule that? So, man, there's just – and I know there's other variables, uh, possibilities – but I guess we'll just wait and find out, you know, what the presidents uh, tell us after Monday.
1: Yeah. You know, it's so funny. I mean, the the number one question I get asked, well, so back when COVID first happened, the number one question I got asked was, what are y'all going to write
0: about? <laughs> right. <laughs> and,
1: uh, you know, and, and that one I was honestly less concerned about. I mean, obviously, you know, we had to navigate it just like everybody else, but I can come up with story ideas. I mean, we, you know, that's, that's part of what we do, but, uh, the number one question I've been asked for the last few months is hey man are we going to have a football season? Yeah <laughs> and, <laughs>
0: tell uh, me about it.
1: And my answer is just like everybody else is really uh you know I hope so. Right. <laughs> I mean, uh, and so uh, obviously uh, there is a lot of moving parts and you know we're all hopeful and optimistic uh, but you know certainly there are areas of the country, um, including places in Texas where case numbers in COVID, begin, you know, continue to rise and, and, and we've got to be mindful of that. Bryce, uh, were you surprised yesterday about the resignation of coach Bolin and have you heard anything on why he decided to step away? Uh, you know, we've, we've asked around a little bit, uh, and I've had Chad kind of, excuse me, Chad Conan kind of working on, on that, um, nothing firm yet really in terms of why that happened. But yes, uh, I mean, I was, I was surprised and, um, you know, certainly a big name when he, when coach Boland arrived here, um, I would not be surprised, you know, if his name popped up at another job somewhere, um, you know, he, I think he's a a guy that's well-respected in the, in the college tennis community. Uh, sticking with Baylor, um, with yesterday, with Macy O.T. making his announcement to return, do you think that puts an emphasis on Jared Butler? And what, what do you expect him to do? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I think Jared has to make his decision by Monday. So, you know, I expect that really any day. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he's he's under the gun now. Um, as far as what, he's, what I expect him to do, you know, I always thought Jared was, you know, probably their top NBA prospect guy. Um I think he could also benefit from, you know, a little more seasoning. Um, And so I I don't know. I think we'll see what he does. I I mean, you never know exactly what these guys are going to do. They have a lot of different people telling them things. And and certainly I I would say if, you know, if Jared gets told that, oh, you're going to go, you know, middle first round or something like that, you know, why not go? But, that said, um, he may be looking at, you know, what Scott Drew and the Bears are kind of building through recruiting and, um, I, you know, even though that a lot of these guys won't be here for another year, but uh, nevertheless, you know, and, and now with Maceo coming back, um, I think, you know, I've, I've seen where some of the college basketball writers have said they wouldn't be surprised if if Baylor started the season as the preseason number one team in the country. So, um, you know, if if you get Jared Butler back, uh, I think that really, um, you know, gives you a, a star player to kind of build it all around if you're Scott Drew. And so, um, it, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what he does in the next couple of days.
0: Yeah, it'd be fun to uh, fun to watch and see how that plays out. Exciting to think about that team. Bryce Cherry is with us, uh, Waco Tribune Herald. Bryce, in in a, in a nutshell, tell us uh, and our listeners uh, how uh, have has the coronavirus changed the way you do business? Like like the way you are doing, you know, your day to day job right now. What are some differences that maybe we wouldn't know about?
1: Probably a lot like what you know uh, people a lot of other people are dealing with in terms of you know we're we're all pretty much working remotely Mm -hmm. Uh, i usually am in the office maybe one day a week Um, uh, but we've we've tended to write our stories from home that that hasn't really been that unusual or i guess you know uh, we, so in sports, when we go out and cover a game, a lot of times we might, you know, run to the house and write the story after deadline sure. or something anyway. You know, I'm covering a game in Lorena. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a lot closer to, you know, just go to my house than it is to drive to the trip. Right. But uh, so, you know, for sports, it wasn't that strange. But it, it the strange part of it is just, you know, doing it all the time and working from home like that so that's been different obviously the the zoom meetings and the and the um you know teleconferences and that kind of thing rather than actually physically being in person um you know again i know people in all uh types of businesses are kind of dealing with that same thing uh you know we did have sort of a reduction in our sports uh, space in our in our sections okay. uh we you know had less sports to write about so so our sections probably got a little smaller uh they tend to get a little smaller over, over the summer anyway and so i just kind of look at it as like an extended summer uh but now we are you know trying to plan for football season and and like i said it's kind of been a moving target but but certainly we you know we do plan to have uh previews and uh, that includes, you know, high school football, you know, all our local teams, and, and that's uh, that's been an ever-changing thing in terms of what, you know, when certain teams are starting. And so that's been fun. But uh, we have a meeting today, in fact, you know, to plan out some high school football planning, uh, just coverage and previews and stuff. So, um, you know, we haven't stopped working, that's for sure. Right. Um, I, I, you know, sort of took it as a compliment a couple of weeks ago in church when a, when a friend came up and said, um, man, you guys have really still had some good stuff.
0: Nice. <laughs> and
1: it, you know, he didn't mean that in an insulting way, but he was just saying, you know, uh, you guys have really gotten creative, I think, in, in coming up with some things. So, um, you know, it's been fun. I, I like I said, that part of it, I, I never really was that worried about. And, um, and it's been fun to, you know, do some different things we've done, you know, where are they now stories we've done, um, you know, kind of a lot of looking back, obviously, you know, we had that um, partnership with Baylor uh, back, you know, kind of at the end of the spring where we were doing, uh, you know, Baylor all decade teams. So that, that was fun. And, um, you know, but I'm like, everyone else, we're ready for some games to start. Have you talked with any high school coaches in the area about, covid testing protocols that might be in place throughout the season it's funny you should say that because uh i think that's one of the one of the stories we're certainly uh, planning to do um you know i think a lot of them are planning to uh obviously test weekly and, and and you know there are some um uil uh suggestions guidelines toward that so um yeah i i haven't so far we've more or less been focusing on when when the season's going to start and that's been the the recurring story so now that i think we have some firmer dates on um you know when everything is getting going then um i think you know we'll start digging into now what the what is the season going to look like you know i Mm -hmm. mean that, that that will be certainly a story that uh that that is coming, and another story I think you know is just um, you know some of these coaches, including uh, Mart, I know, and I think La Vega still has an open date, are, are still trying to put together schedules. They they they've been back and forth on when they can start, so they've had to scratch this game, scratch that opponent, and and now they've got some open dates, so. Um, you don't really expect that to happen normally in August. Right. So yeah. It's a, it's a scramble.
0: Wow. Well, speaking of creative, uh, I loved, and I sent you a text. I uh, love the story you did. It was very creative on Sean and Haley Bell and, uh, Rodney and Stacey Smith. That was really good. And I thought that, that was just, uh, you know, that was the cherry on top of being creative and finding a, a, a good story and it was great. I mean, you did a really good job with that.
1: Thank you. Thank you. That was one, honestly, that had, kind of been kicking around in my head for a while right. and, and I've been meaning to get to it it always sort of struck me that we had these uh four former super syntax <laughs> athletes of the year in you know in this area and uh you know uh, they all got married right you know? right uh, two two different couples so um, if there's more out there, I, you know that would be that would be really incredible. But <laughs> uh, those were the only ones I knew about. No. Um, but yeah, it was fun to talk to you know Rodney and and uh, Stacy, and then obviously Sean and Haley. Um, you know, and, and just uh, it was such a different kind of story than maybe I would normally do. I mean, obviously we covered a lot of sports and stuff too. But um, you know, getting into uh essentially their love story you know that was kind of fun you yeah. know just and, and the the sort of needling that they would do to one another <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> right <laughs> on both sides you know i mean rodney talking about going to meet Stacy for the first time out in Belmede. He and a friend went over there and, and he was uh, wearing his muscle shirt and he was just like <laughs> you know and then you know she couldn't keep her hands off me after that. <laughs> she's like don't believe that. You
0: know? That's great. That's great. Yeah. That was very good. Well it's great to catch up with you. Hope to see you soon and uh, be flexible. Stay flexible. That's the best we can do right now. Thanks for your time this morning.
1: Yeah, thanks, John. Appreciate it, and always great to talk to you guys.
0: Appreciate it. Thanks. Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune-Herald.